This is Today in History, November the 6th. On this day in 1947, Meet the Press makes its debut on NBC. The first guest is James Farley, a former Postmaster General and former Democratic National Committee chair. The host of the show was Martha Roundtree. Also on this day in 1956, President Dwight D. Eisenhower wins re-election, defeating Democrat Adelaide Stevenson. With whatever strength there is within me, I will continue, and so will my associates, to do just one thing, to work for 168 million Americans here at home and for peace in the world. Also on this day in 1984, President Ronald Reagan wins re-election by a landslide over former Vice President Walter Mondale, the Democratic challenger. We've come together again. We're united again. And now let's start building together and keep that prairie fire alive. And let's never stop shaping that society which lets each person's dreams unfold into a life of unending hope. America's best days lie ahead. And you know, you forgive me, I've got, I'm going to do it just one more time. You ain't seen nothing yet. Also today, November the 6th, is the birthday of John Philip Sousa. John Philip Sousa did not invent the musical genre he came to personify. But even if no other composer had ever written a single piece in the same style, the standard repertoire of the American marching band would be little changed. The instantly recognizable sound of Sousa's timeless pieces, The Washington Post, The Liberty Bell, and Stars and Stripes Forever, is permanently etched in many American American's memory banks. One of the most popular, prolific, and important American composers of all time, John Philip Sousa, the March King, was born in Washington, D.C. on this day back in 1854. Also, on this day in 1995, Art Modell announces the Browns are moving to Baltimore to become the Ravens. On November 6, 1995, the owner of the Cleveland Browns football team announces that he's moving the team to Baltimore. The team owner, Art Modell, had purchased the Browns in October of 1960 for $4 million. He loved his team and the fans, he said, but Cleveland Stadium was a mess, and the city, after building a new baseball stadium and new basketball arena, didn't seem inclined to fix it. They took me for granted, Modell said, until I had to pull the trigger. Have we lost money? Millions. Millions. Cleveland fans were devoted to their team. Average attendance at home games was 70,000, and it was even higher the year of the 1995 season. And these fans were furious at Modell when they heard the news. At Brown Games, they held up homemade signs protesting the move. They heckled unprintable words from the sidelines. They wrote angry letters to the newspaper. Cleveland's mayor vowed to fight to keep the Browns so we don't lose our team in the middle of the night, a reference to the now Indianapolis Colts disappearance from Baltimore in 1984, a county referendum would have provided nearly $50 million in revenue from a sin tax on alcohol and cigarettes. But for Modell, that wasn't enough. It's just not the answer he told reporters. It doesn't do the job. Baltimore, on the other hand, offered Modell a Lulu of a deal. One year in the Colts' old Memorial Stadium and then a brand new $200 million stadium next to Oriole Park at Camden Yards. The new stadium would have 70,000 seats, 108 luxury boxes, and 7,500 pricey club seats. 
Modell would get a hefty chunk of the money from the seat license fees, which fans had to pay to get season tickets, along with percentages of parking and concessions. Best of all, as far as Modell was concerned, the team wouldn't have to pay any rent. This, he argued, was good for everyone because it meant he had more money to pay free agents, which in turn brings Super Bowl. 1950, they joined the NFL, and from 1950 through 1964, they played in eight title games, winning four of them. Paul Brown, Jim Brown, Otto Graham. The names go on and on for the storied franchise. Art Modell bought the club in the spring of 1961. But word came out, and our Chris Mortensen reported, that he has agreed in principle, after all these years, to move the club in Baltimore. From Cleveland to Baltimore, the Brownies are no more. November the 6th, 1995, on this day in history.